0: Hello, Holt Public, and welcome to our 371st Talk With This Tuesday podcast. This is Superintendent David Hornack from Holt Public Schools, and I'm here with my good friend, the High Township Supervisor, Mr. John. Hey, ho, John, how are you, and how are things in the township?
1: Well, we're getting all fired up for our Christmas tree lighting event tomorrow night, Dr. Tornick. That's Wednesday, the 29th. That's going to be behind the township hall. We're going to light the uh, Christmas tree out there about 630, but before that, we're going to have a band there going to have the chorus there. Santa Claus will be stopping by. and afterwards, stop over to the library. They'll have some music and some refreshments at the library, which is good. But hey, Doc, last week uh, we fed over 80 people in Holt with Thanksgiving dinners from the Holt Community Food Bank. I know you sit on that board with me, and I think that's awesome that we're able to help 80 families with a Thanksgiving dinner. And then speaking of dinners, we're already getting geared up for the Christmas dinner, so I'll be bringing in the baskets here next week I'll be putting in baskets in all the elementary and middle schools and then the kids can bring in some canned goods from their folks' pantry at home and you usually get about, oh, 5,000 pounds of canned goods for that, Dr. Tornick, so I know you like to put the baskets in the school and you have some great students that fill those baskets up.
0: Yeah, it's people helping people and I just want to step back and talk about the fact that our pop-up pantry, our Holt Public Schools pop-up pantry, which is run by our students, also distributed 40 Thanksgiving meals, so... Just with our relationships, John, with the food bank and the pop-up pantry, we contributed. I don't want to take any credit whatsoever, but I just want the public to know that 120 Thanksgiving meals were distributed across our learning community, which is just absolutely amazing. Before we go too far, I also want to reflect a little bit on the fact that last week we had a really amazing guest in Lucas Robin, and he was talking about a more flexible system in and really you know how we have talked about college and career ready for about 15 years but until the last about five years we really didn't mean career and it was when we hired Lucas Schrauben where we went all in on the college and career state mantra and we are upholding both sides of that so John do you have any thoughts on what you heard last week before we bring our guest on
1: well, I'm excited about that drnick. Dr. I've heard him talk at uh, rotary meetings. I've heard him talk at some other seminars and stuff, so I'm excited about that my uh, my daughter has a has my granddaughter in seventh grade, so I'm looking forward to her getting involved in these in the next few years and, and they get they come up with something really good from the whole school so we the community appreciates that
0: yeah, thank you. so I guess at this point, we should bring Luke on Schrauben, secondary programs coordinators back for. The second consecutive week on the podcast Luke last week you talked about how we have been working hard I should say you have been working hard and you're extremely motivated to bring you know these opportunities to our students and you're focusing your work on things that are career pathways that are high wage and in high demand and uh, we would love to hear a little bit more about that and you know how would someone learn more about those things and or get enrolled
2: yeah, well, thank you very much for having me. Um, I can't take all the credit for a lot of this work. Uh, the nature of what I get to do is uh, kind of work backwards from both student data, state-level data, take a look at where their opportunities are to fill gaps, and, uh, and then build programming that helps fill those gaps. But to build that programming, uh, it takes a team of administrators who support this work and um, all the way up to Dr. Hornack's vision. And and the central office team uh, around him, all the way to our excellent teaching staff. I mean, usually when we've got a new program concept or idea, it requires change, and change can be difficult in organizations. And we've got innovative teachers, um, true professionals that are educators here that make this type of work uh, accomplishable, which uh, can be tough in public ed. So I want to highlight that. I get to be kind of a conduit for that work, but it takes many great people within our organization to execute it. But we're at a point now where we've got uh, 15 different we've organized. We really could probably do more than these, but to put it on one sheet, we tried to organize our various electives and program um, handoffs to 15 educational pathways. Uh, We've got seven of those that are career and technical education paths. So CTE, which is the modern-day term for maybe the old, uh, back in the day, maybe called voc-ed. Uh, but career tech ed includes voc-ed but includes a lot more so they've rebranded as career tech ed in the early 2000s because now medical professions and business professions and high wage professions within business like cybersecurity or computer programming these would all be considered career tech ed programs Uh, and we're able to offer seven of those out of our local high school and then partner with the wilson talent center and the eaton resa um, to be able to offer some off-site programming as well, in addition to what we have at the local high school. So within those seven career tech ed programs, students are able to earn college credit while in high school towards uh, that program of study. Industry certifications. So a lot of these classes include preparing students with industry certs that can help with employability right out of high school. So maybe they're going to go into one of these fields. Maybe it requires some additional education after high school, but they pick up a cert along the way. They get a higher-paying job, so when they're going to an LCC or an MSU, they're working while they're going to school and they're making good money. Um, they can they can lay that foundation through our career tech ed programs. Um, some of the highlights there is we've got an aviation program we started, the Holt Aviation Academy, computer programming. Uh, we use the Amazon Future Engineer curriculum for this, so students are preparing with the Amazon Future Engineer curriculum for programming and can take that all the way to an AP computer science class with a test if they want, which will, if you do the AP computer science, you can incur credit. That transfers to Michigan State and every other institution. Cybersecurity, we work with Cisco Systems on that one. Students are getting Cisco certified, as well as uh, we've got a a partnership with Davenport University for our cybersecurity class, so students are able to get all the way to an Associates of cyber defense with Davenport University through um, our early college program. Digital media. So this is really popular these days. A lot of um, what you see in digital media is we're using the Adobe Creative Cloud. So there's various industry certifications that are in need in a lot of different industries these days, and students are getting a a chance to tinker and create and build and then work towards certification in one of the various Adobe Creative Cloud suites. Business marketing, business management, financial management, which is more important than ever when we talk about Um, where we're at in our current economy and the cost of college. So to be able to have personal finance and financial management and accounting classes within a local high school uh, is an excellent foundation for students going to business. Uh, So that's a highlight of some of our career tech ed programs. But in addition to that, we've got a construction academy uh, as well as a project lead-the-way curriculum, which would help students with engineering. So really, whatever a student's locked in on, uh, whether it be education, engineering, one of our career tech ed programs. If they've done some of that work in their EDP to identify where they think they may like to go next after Holt High School, we have something here to help them prepare for it. One, so they have a good academic foundation, most importantly. But two, to fast track them with either college credit or industry certifications if they desire so that when they move on, we're building a bridge for them to where they're going that's gonna help them um, be more successful.
0: Wow, Lucas, that is amazing. I'm really thrilled the way you brought that to life. John, do you have any thoughts?
1: Oh, just a quick thing on that. Both my brothers back in the seventies went to the Career Center down to Mason. We call it the Career Center back then. One's an electrician now and one's a master mechanic. So they they didn't take the heist. they didn't take the college route, but they have career for life by going through the career center. So I think that's what, what you have right there going on, Doc.
0: Well we're what we're trying to do, this is really interesting and I would love to engage you, Lucas, on this is Well, while that is definitely an option, and it continues to be an option for Holt public students to go to the Wilson Talent Center as it's now been branded, we also understand that, you know, the Michigan Merit curriculum has a lot of demands on a student's schedule. And with that, it's it's quite a commitment to go to the Wilson Talent Center. And if you really know what you want to do, we encourage you to go to the Wilson Talent Center and we'll figure it out. But if you're not exactly sure what you want to do, we urge you to take one of these pathways or, you know, take the intro class here at Holt High, which will fit into your six-hour schedule right during the the typical school day where you don't have to leave campus. And, And what that affords you is an opportunity to rule something in, like a, you know, hey, I want to do this the rest of my life, or... Sometimes even better yet, John and Lucas, rule it out. And, and Luke, I want to hear your thoughts on that. And I know you have a firsthand example of ruling something out. And, and in the end, you're back in, you know, you, you remained in education, but uh, just in a different, you know, different placement
2: yeah that you said it perfectly uh the wilson talent center is what that the program in mason that you're referring to john is now branded as that that school's wilson talent center our partnership with our career centers, wilson talent center are Eaton and strong and they bring high quality programming to the region so when we have students like doc doc said that identify that they want to do something we send over 100 students to the wilson talent center every year so that is an excellent partnership however high school is also an excellent time to explore new things and if you could try some new things out, things you're curious about, you're showing an interest in your EDP, or maybe you're doing some interest research in your EDP, and it keeps coming back that you'd be really good as an engineer, but that's not necessarily on your radar. Well, it might be nice to take a one-semester elective of engineering essentials as part of the Project Lead the Way curriculum, where you get a chance to kind of tinker and build robots and work with automation and see if you like that. And if you do, maybe you join the robotics team, right? Like, So there's these things that we wanna have highly accessible for students to be able to explore as well. And they may try it, like Doc said, and rule it in or rule it out. When I was in high school, I'm, I'm a proud Holt graduate, we had a class, and we still have, called mentorship. And in mentorship, we research careers for six weeks, and then for the next 12 weeks, students work in a placement where they get a chance to, to essentially do a 12-week job shadow in that profession. So when I was, rewind the clock back to 2002, I was thinking I wanted to go into elementary education and I did a placement with uh, Mr. Dan Kraft over at Sycamore Elementary who was a tremendous uh, fifth grade teacher here in the district years ago. And when I was done with my semester, Dr. Horneck always laughed because when I was done with my placement, I ruled it out. (laughs) I realized fifth grade education, elementary ed, which is what I was going to go study, uh, wasn't exactly what I wanted to do. So I ended up getting my undergraduate in uh, business and then my masters in career tech ed, and then I've worked for some of the career centers in the area. So that's kind of my path to education now, and I worked as a business teacher, but so I found secondaries where I needed to be, and then I also found working with students on non-traditional university prep pathways uh, is is an opportunity that we need more of in our public school system, and so that's what I get to spend my time doing, which I think is the appropriate spot for me. I'm very, I landed where I needed to be, but if I didn't have that experience in high school, to try that placement in an extended job shadow with Mr. Kreft, I probably would have had a four-year degree in elementary ed, and I'd probably be a decent elementary school teacher. But I'm very happy that we had opportunities that were innovative even when I was here in 2002 to try things out during your high school day to see is this, you know, this curiosity I have about this college or career pathway, is this what I want to dive into further, or should I shift and try something different? Lucas, hey, Lucas, yeah.
1: got a quick question for you. I have a granddaughter in seventh grade. Um, this sounds awesome. What, what grade do you start this at for kids?
2: Great question. So the Educational Development Plan, they work in Zello. is the software program for that. That starts in seventh grade. Um, we are working to get some of that implemented in sixth grade. But from the state of Michigan, seven through 12 is when we do the EDP um, updates. We've got electives at the junior high uh, that can help with some of that. But I think really ninth grade is when you start to see a more um, built-out approach where they could try some of these various pathways and things. So they have some exploratory electives in the junior high as well. Uh, but ninth grade, when you're at the high school, really opens the doors to just a larger course catalog of opportunities to pick from. And then as Doc was alluded to with the Michigan Merit Curriculum, ninth grade you have a lot of core classes that you need to get towards your diploma out of the way. So as you progress through high school, your opportunity to take electives just opens up to be wider and wider and wider. So, you could take more exploratory pieces in 10th grade than 9th grade, and more in 11th and 10th, and then 12th and so on. So, as you do, you hone in, if you start to do some things and you like it, we can usually pair that then with an early college program if it's going to require a college degree, an offsite placement at the Greater Michigan Construction Academy, or in a work based work based learning placement where you're off-site doing that work as part of your school day, or a Wilson Talent Center program for half the school day, if you've identified one of those types of areas. So as you go through 7th, I'd say 7th and 8th and 9th is definitely exploratory, and then when you get to 10th, 11th, and 12th, you can start to specialize a little more if you have something you want to specialize in.
0: Hey, Luke, uh, today is November 28th. How close are we to, I think I heard you say in last week's pod, um, we are starting to think about scheduling and what are the steps if if a parent or guardian were listening to this or even one of our students were listening to this what what should they do next
2: great question the biggest things that you could be doing is having some conversation uh, around what types of things you're interested in what you might want to do those conversations at home with your parents or your friends and family uh, they can go a really long ways to helping students identify What it is they may want to learn more about. We provide a software called Zello that allows students 24-7 to be able to get in and do interest inventory assessments, skills and ability profilers and see how their interests and skills translate to recommended careers. So spending some time in that software is always valuable. Uh, When I went to school at Western Michigan and I had started that undergrad in business, I had to go down to the career services building and shell out $550 out of my own pocket to be able to do these types of assessments. Um, so being able to have that free and provided by Holt Public Schools while you're a high school student is something that um, I hope students take advantage of. And 6th graders through 12th graders can access Zello. There's an icon on their high school or their junior high or their or a middle school landing page. It's a green icon that says Zello. If they click on that, they just enter their Holt Login credentials, and they can go in there and start to explore uh, and see how are, what are they interested in, how do their skills and abilities relate to career recommendations if you have something in mind scheduling time is always at the high school the first week of february uh, high school and junior high so right in that january window you'll start to see communication coming from the counseling departments around parent information nights um, around students getting ready to schedule so you just gotta want to have an idea of what are some of the electives and things that would make some sense for me or my student to look into and then at scheduling time uh, their course requests drive their schedule and what we run the following year. So um, that course requested at the beginning of February is ultimately where they pick what they want to do. So we do have a secondary programs website. Uh, If you go to the whole high school page, go to the secondary programs website, you can learn more about some of the non-traditional type programs we have. But each building should have a course guide and you can look through that starting now if you wanted to take a peek at what electives do we have available. Um, I think you'll be pretty excited to see a very comprehensive approach to uh, your high school delivery, where you're going to be able to get a chance to tap into um, something that you're interested in. If anything, I think the biggest thing we see is, is students have, you know, they want to try a lot of different things and they got to pick what's going to make the most sense for them. So that's a really good spot to be.
0: Luke, you deserve a wow, wow, super well And everything you've done and, and, and actually shared on the last couple podcasts are, are just incredible. Um, John, final thoughts from you.
1: Hey, I'm going to let this, I'm going to tell my daughter about this podcast, so I want her to listen to it when it comes out on, uh, when you post it, Dr. Ornick.
0: Yep, fair enough. Um, and then, Lucas, final thoughts from you.
2: Just thanks for having me, and uh, appreciate the opportunity every day to help build bridges for our students oh, through their it. post-secondary goals and, and pathways. And uh, if the tide rises, all ships rise with it. So yeah, you know uh, it. continue to do the uh, the things that are going to help lift up our learning community. I love it. I
0: love it. Uh, Before I sign off, I'd just like to remind everyone, tomorrow is a full day of school and it's also the Delhi tree lighting and that tree lighting features many 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 Holt Public students. So if you are looking for something to do, head out to Veterans Memorial Park uh, on the 29th, just around 6.30. We'll be lighting that tree and you'll be able to hear our band, our uh, choir, as well as some of our students will be turning that tree on. Folks, you've heard it here, this has been our 371st Talk With Us Tuesday podcast between Superintendent David Hornack from Hull Public Schools, the Delhi Township Supervisor, Mr. John Hayhoe, and our special guest. He's on back-to-back podcasts, Mr. Lucas Schrabin. He's our secondary programs coordinator and you ought to get to know him if you're interested in a unique pathway through high school. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember to read. Enjoy.